You are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 154 with my guest today, Tim Foreman from the band Switchfoot. So Switchfoot have just released a new album called Interobang, which Tim will let you to know all about in today's podcast. And the opening track you are hearing is from the album, and the song is called Lost Cause. Now in this podcast today, Tim shares some great stories about the name of the album, and about the band, and some of the songs, and the meaning behind a few of the songs, lyrically and musically. So it was a great interview just to find out a few different things that I had questions about listening to the album. Now before we go to the interview, thank you to my sponsors, Musician, Custom Guitar Picks, and Arnold Krakowka. So let's have a listen to Arnold's advert right now. You don't need a drummer to make an amazing metal song. All you need is access to tracks produced in a great studio by a great engineer. My full-length drum tracks are crafted using the best sounding samples I've been developing for over a decade and have been used by thousands of professional musicians worldwide up to the highest level in the industry, including John Five and Gus G. Stop wasting hours of your time trying to program drums and stop wasting tons of money to have your drummer record in a studio for mediocre results. With my drum tracks, you don't need to worry about any of that. Just drag and drop your tracks, press record, and you're done. All of that with a killer, authentic sound. So go to my website, arnokrakowka.com to start rocking. So let's go over to San Diego, California, with my interview with Tim Foreman. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, good yourself. Good, thanks. Yeah, it's good. Where whereabouts in Australia are you? Uh, Melbourne. Okay, love Melbourne. You guys been here a few times, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, we miss it over there. No, we've been seeing international bands. It's been a long time. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that can start happening again. Yeah, I was watching your clips last night. Uh, incredible, like the. You know, the hot air balloon, the, the ship, or the boat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've really tried to um, lean into the uniqueness of the challenges and the opportunities. Every challenge is an opportunity. And, mm. um, you know, it's been a really difficult time for all of us. You know, the goal being that hopefully at the end of this difficult time, there's also some beauty and things that we can learn along the way, you know. So how was that experience? A bit scary? Oh, it was wild. It was... <laughs> It wasn't so much scary as um, just an unbelievably challenging place to make music. <laughs> you know, I think it, the, the whole experience was so uh, frenetic and chaotic. Yeah. Um, but from takeoff to landing, it, it feels like a, um, a controlled crash, basically, you know. <laughs> and um, <laughs> with, with instruments and trying to make music was... Uh, it, the whole thing was just incredibly laughable, but so much fun too, you know? Yeah. So did you guys actually record up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, all of that was recorded in the hot air balloon. So our, our sound engineer had a, a his work cut out for him trying to carve out the, um, the you know, the sound of the fire yeah. really loud. 
Um, so he had to kind of carve that out from the microphones, and uh, he's really good at what he does. Oh yeah, you can still hear it, but it's uh, but in the hot air balloon, it was like you know deafening. So he did a great job. Oh, for sure. I mean, the sound was great. You know, yeah, I think I can yeah. see you guys like um, you know, your brother John was talking. So that, hang on, this is live. So yeah, you can tell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're big believers in everything being real and live. You know, we don't we've never used any tracks and. Mm. we're um we're like militant about it that we have to if you know if there's someone on stage they with what you're hearing needs to be what they're playing you know yeah, yeah. so <laughs> did that take a few takes or was just like one take no we didn't get the opportunity to do it again it was like uh <laughs> the whole the whole thing was like 35 minutes and um you know we were just trying to yeah. squeeze as many songs in as we could <laughs> before we had to come back down yeah. <laughs> oh well uh, incredible but uh, yeah, all, all the songs that you guys did, it, it had a great sound. Even the one on the ship and um, you know, in the, the studio as well, like uh, the covers that you did. Uh, what was it? The Space Oddity, um, Yellow. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, great songs, though. Both, both great that. songs, those ones. Yeah, yeah. Bowie, he's the best. But yeah, but going over to the album. So now, gotta make sure I get this right. So, Inturo Bang, is that how I say it? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's the um, that's the name for the symbol that is a question mark on top of an exclamation mark. Mm. Two different symbols saying different things at the same time. Yeah. Which uh, we felt was like was just the perfect word and symbol for the times that we live in. Yeah. So it was all pretty much written. Yeah, after the, the pandemic, all these songs? You know, what's interesting is um, I'd say about half the record was written kind of over the last 18 years. We, oh. um, we opened up our, our deep archive of songs that we hadn't, um, you know, finished that we kind of started over the years. And me in particular, I went through a lot of old hard drives and found some real gems that we just kind of forgotten about. Wow. And so there's a few songs that were started you know, eight, like I said, 18 years ago, and then other songs that are written over the last year. And um, the interesting thing is that uh, I think the songs that were written so long ago have only gained in meaning since they were written and um, yeah. fit, feel right at home uh, speaking to the moment that we're in right now. Yeah. How about the song um, Lost Cause? Cause that's, a, that's a great song. Really, when you listen to it, you know, everyone I think can um, relate to it. You know, it's like, what you're feeling now, it really are a lost cause. You know? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, and I love the, um, you know, the, the wordplay in that chorus. Are we a lost cause or are we just lost because mm. uh, yep. we can't be the world that we refuse to see, you know? And I think it's that, that keeping the door open, um, that there's, there's still a chance that, um, that we can figure this out, you know, that, yeah, we may feel like a lost cause, but I think we're really just lost, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, that a lot of the album is kind of speaking to that, uh, almost assumption that you've already lost the argument. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your mind wasn't changed and your friend's mind wasn't changed. Now what? Yep. Can you still be friends? Can you still share a planet? Can you still be in relationship? Um, you know, 
in a marriage, in a country, in a band. Yeah. Uh, I think we're all asking these questions. How do we do this? How do we do conflict? How do we disagree, um, but still move forward together? Mm. Yeah, it seems always happening a lot, isn't it? Um, every time you see a post on Facebook or something, people are arguing against, you know, should we do this? Should we do, shouldn't we do that? And so exactly what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and rather than than diving into that, we wanted to start the uh, start the story after that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> after the fight. How do we move forward? You know, um, and I think it's you know it's an important question that uh, needs to be uh, asked right now. Twenty twenty enemies, what a dismal odyssey. How about only apathy? Now, the other song you got the film clip for, If if I Were You, another great clip. That would have been a lot of fun to do as well. Yeah, we did have a lot of fun making that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I think that uh, that song in particular, that was the last song written for the record. Okay. And there's just three of us that went up. We were making the whole record up in L.A., mm. which is unusual for us because we have our own studio here in San Diego. And it's a pretty nice one. Um, yep. But we we had the opportunity to record at Town City, which is a legendary studio oh, yeah. up in L.A. Amazing. I, and I think we couldn't have made this record at any other time because, you know, if we had been on the road touring to kind of commit to being uh, locked down in L.A. for that period of time mm. would have been a really difficult decision to make um an impossible one really you know we all have families and everything um but coming off of a year where we had done zero touring we were home all year you know we felt like we could actually go to la and commit to um kind of spending that time just the five of us in the studio and um you know what what a unique opportunity uh to do a record that way Um, but that song if i if i were you was written after we had kind of finished the bulk of the record it was just john chad and i drove back up uh, to do a few little overdubs and finishing touches Mm. and john had written that song and um and we we loved it and the producer tony was like well let's just track it right now and we were like well you know we're missing a couple of the guys because the whole album we played every song five of us in a room together um like, well, let's do it like a three-piece, like oh. it used to be, because we started as a three-piece, yeah, yeah. and um, our first three records were a three-piece, and so it was really fun, actually, to, wow. to cut a song like that, you know, really stripped back, yeah. and it kind of gives this kind of um, punk rock, raw aesthetic to the track, uh, yeah. when there's just three guys in the room, you know, and I think that gives it a unique energy. Yeah, and I guess you, you had to learn how to play all the instruments uh, in the different parts for the, the film clip. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's so much space when there's just three people playing, and so you really focus on, I mean, individual parts, which was a big part of this album, anyways, because mm. the bulk of the album it really does sound like just five guys in a room. Yeah. There's not a lot of over, uh, you know, stacking of things and a lot competing. You really hear the individual parts, yeah, yeah. and we were really focused on really crafting those parts to be as succinct as they could be. Mm. Did you use any uh, double bass on this album? Um, let me think about that. No, I didn't. Okay. No, I've been playing a lot of double bass, yeah. um, like over the live streams and stuff. But uh, with this record, uh, no, 
Okay. No, I take it back. I did. <laughs> I, I bowed some double bass on um, uh, I Need You To Be Wrong in the last chorus. Ah, yeah. One of my favorite songs. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I actually wrote that down here. So just well written. Like I was just yeah, jamming on it before, the way it goes from the, you know, the minor in the verses and the major for the chorus. But even though it's major, it's still got that minorish type feel. I don't know how to explain it, but I guess you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And in fact, you know, there's like little disagreements that we put into that chorus. Ah. Um, where, you know, you got wrote that Jerome playing a, a chord on the piano that's different from the chord that John's playing and different from the chord that Drew's playing and the bass is playing. And um, like you mentioned, there's the, the string line that's kind of hinting at this minor thing. Yeah when everyone else is on a major and, um, you know, those little disagreements built into it are kind of um, saying in their own way what the song is also saying. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, it was, it was still my head in, in a good way, you know, thinking, what's, what's going on here? I could hear all these different things. But <laughs> in, in that, in particular, we were really inspired by that opening chord in Hard Day's Night. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, if you've ever kind of, uh, there's a few people on YouTube who have unpacked that chord. And that's exactly what that is. It's everyone's playing a different thing. Okay. And it makes this one kind of larger chord that in yeah. spite of all the disagreements is this cohesive, beautiful, and beautifully complex yeah. chord, you know? So we were really trying to, to get some of that yeah. on that song. Well, that will make sense now. And also the, the harmonies in throughout the song too, really cool. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, we were really trying to channel our um, our inner Brian Wilson on some of the harmonies, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> yeah, again, yeah, they're like different type harmonies. It's not your set standard where you, you, know, you follow your third or your fifth. It was actually interluding different parts. Yeah, and you know, typically when we're recording, the harmonies are things that we kind of think about as like the final step yep. in recording. Well, this record, we really, we, we were thinking about that from the very beginning before we started recording, you know, as we were just kind of practicing, rehearsing, um, figuring out our parts, the harmonies sometimes came before the guitar parts themselves, mm. you know, really trying to um, prioritize what we can do vocally, yep. which has been a lot of fun. And, and now that we're starting to play these songs live, it's just so much fun to play these songs. Yeah. Any challenges uh, doing them live, some of these ones? Because a lot involved. Yeah, they were uh, they were all challenging, <laughs> which is so great. You know, it's so great to be. We've been in this band for uh, 24 years. I've been in this band, you know, um, when we started it 24 years ago, and to to be that far along on the journey and still feel like you're learning and growing <laughs> yeah. and being challenged is super exciting. You yeah. know, so rehearsing these songs for tour has been extremely challenging and like you know the funnest thing we've done in a long time yeah the songs do really translate well to live um but yeah they're uh, they're keeping us on our toes yeah do you find it's been more challenging on this album compared to other ones musically um i think vocally and you know there's a lot of intricate chord yep. chordal twists and turns um but in other ways simpler because we really kept this album as a five-piece sounding album mm. um you know, played every song together live, and we're really reluctant to add anything on top of the the basic tracks. You know, yeah. we really wanted it to have 
that raw energy to it. Um, so in that sense, the songs uh, translate really easily live yeah. um, because there's not a lot of, okay, how are we going to pull that off? Yeah, of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think all the challenge comes in just the um, remembering all the little subtleties of the chord twists and turns and yeah. the vocal harmonies and that sort of thing. And are you doing most of the songs live off the, the album? Uh, this fall tour, we're going to be rotating through probably uh, three or four new ones a night, you know, because okay. we're only, I think we're only playing an hour on this fall tour, but we're looking forward to doing a, a longer headlining run at some point where we can, you know, play a lot more than that. Yeah. We have a lot of songs, though. We've got a lot of albums to get to, so. Yeah, but they're all great songs. Uh, How to choose which ones you want to play. But like I said, if you're rotating. Then... Yeah, yeah, I think we're just going to rotate them in. Um, now, the other song, uh, you've got the other film clip for, the uh, Lost Cause, going back to that one. So was that in the back of like a, a truck? Yeah, yeah, semi-truck. Yeah, yep. yeah. We were talking about how that song is such a great song to put on at night when you're driving, you know? Mm. And so we were kind of thinking that that would be a great aesthetic to kind of build the video around. And it was a lot of fun to make. It was a hot video to make, though. It was uh, That truck got really hot <laughs> <laughs> filming it in the middle of the day, you know? But yeah, we got some big projectors in there and uh, just projected kind of street lights on us, you know? And um, it was wild being inside that truck and seeing the projection on the, on the, the wall of in there. It was really a trip. Oh, well, so that was actually live while you're doing the clip. Yeah, oh. that was actually being projected in there, yeah. Oh, I thought it might have been like a, an after effect, but... It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now the other the other clip you guys did during the pandemic as well was the, the Bon Jovi cover "Living on a Prayer." Yeah, we actually uh, that was the last tour we did before everything uh, shut down mm. uh, was a Bon Jovi tour in Europe, which was just wild. I mean, uh, the biggest tour we've ever done. You know, oh, yeah. just massive crowds, and so it's it's a real head trip to even think back to that. You know, eighty thousand <laughs> people packed into a stadium. And then, uh, you know, the last year and a half, hardly seen anyone. Yeah, yeah. Talking about contrast. Yeah, that's right. But we just did a show um, two nights ago uh, at the Grammy Museum up in LA. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, it was limited to 200 people. Oh, wow. Everyone masked and, yeah. um, you know, the whole deal. Yeah. But it was still great to, to see real, real faces, you know. <laughs> and yeah. um, we've been playing in front of cameras, doing live streams for, for so long. And, you know, we've been having a lot of fun with those, but to see actual people in the crowd, whether it's 200 people or yeah. 20,000 people, it's still, still a, a real person. And yeah. that, that makes a big difference. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But now thank you again for your time. I know you've got another interview coming through soon, do you? Yeah. Good talking to you. Yeah. No. yeah thanks for the good question. No, no problem at all. Thank you. And um, yeah, good luck with the, the tour. Hopefully it all goes ahead. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. All right, say hi to Australia and Melbourne for us. Will do. Thanks, Tim. All All right, right. see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.